K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, we got up on mine. Welcome to another exciting holiday. Pre-holiday? Pre-holiday edition of Black on Both Sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. Today, you can call me Meta Kunta. Okay. We'll get back to that later. The other half, your host, is a distinguished gentleman from Georgia. World-renowned, locally known, universally accepted. Nine out of ten of them smile bones people. That's right, them professionals pretending to be dentists say, you know what? This dude right here, gotta look past the light skin, he gets it. Mr. Beyonce, what up, B? What's going on, uh... Kunta, uh, Meta. He's like Sean King's cousin. Meta Kunta. Christmas has ruined this year for me. Why? Not because I'm a Scrooge either. Usually it would be because I'm a Scrooge. Not this year. So why is it ruined? Um, because I got COVID. Oh, no. The nigga done got the vid. Lord Jesus. Oh, no. Saints and Christian friends, let's circle the wagons and put our arms together and get on our knees and ask for the Lord that he don't take the bishop from us. Oh, Lord Jesus. He go, I'm put you on the sick and shut-ins list, B. Yeah, man. You're sick and you're shut-in. How you feel? No, seriously, though, how you feeling, though? I feel okay. Uh, my sister-in-law had it, and my wife traveled with her all day Tuesday to their other sister's graduation from college. And so now that sister gave it to all the other sisters and a cousin and my daughter and my daughter's boyfriend. And now, finally, I got it too. So Christmas is 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 not not a thing this year for us. And it's not my fault. How do you feel though? Oh, I feel okay. I feel okay. I um, you know, you think you got a cold or what is it? Kind of a cold, maybe. I was really exhausted. Um, I slept probably like mm, fifteen hours since yesterday. And you know, if you know me, if you know me, I only sleep about three hours a day. So. I slept about fifteen hours. Wow. Um, you know how, how I feel is I feel like like the, I feel like I'm on the edge. Like if I stretch far enough, I can reach a cold. Like if I breathed in all the way, I might cough. But I have to breathe. I would have to breathe all the way in and all the way out. I don't. Mm. So I'm not like I'm not hurting or anything. But I feel like I'm on the verge of it. Like you know, it's just right there. So. Oh damn! We sitting here bullshitting before the show. You saved it. You, you you dropped it on me. I see what you did there. Yeah. My 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 genuine reaction, and so I'm happy that you sound like you are not having a a terrible time with it. Right. And uh, you know, I hope that everyone in your house and everyone that you know have a similar. You know, easy is not the right word, but it doesn't take a turn. Yeah. And that you guys are able to say, oh, it's it's a cold. Yeah, my daughter was uh, pretty sick. We didn't know what we, this was before we knew what had happened, though, of course. She was pretty sick, mm-hmm. but she was up and around. And um, my the one who grad, the sister in law who graduated from college, she was having night chills and waking up drenched in sweat and stuff like that. But I haven't experienced any of that. So, damn. Other than that, everybody seems to be okay, you know, other than the normal. Other than that. Yeah, other than that. Other than the vid. Right. So Kevin Hart calls it. I don't think it ever caught on. Nah, it's not going to catch on either. But yeah, so you know, I've I finally I don't say, say finally, but it has it has come to the well, honest household. Well, I'm glad that it seems to be mild uh, for what it's worth. Yeah. Um. Okay, man. So shit. Uh, so that's how much you love 
our listeners. If you had told me that, we would not be having this broadcast right now. I figured that's why I didn't tell you. Shit, man. I do have right. I, I do have okay. some I do have some information that would probably uh strengthen your case though. Of all the people who are sick right now, the people in our family who are are vaccinated have not felt a symptom. So hmm. that strengthens your case. Well, so if all the people who are listening who have listened to me be a uh a contrarian to the vaccine, everybody in the family who is vaccinated has not felt a symptom. So take that as you will. Yeah, I mean that's one thing that happens, but, you know, the mayor of Houston, Sylvester Turner, he's fully vaccinated and he got the, he got, uh, he tested positive and he actually was is really sick or was sick. So it just depends. And yeah. I just want to reiterate that my understanding and other people that pass science is that the vaccine is to prevent you from, you know, being on the ICU or needing to be intubated. Right. Uh, the vaccine is not going to keep you from getting and passing it. It's going to hopefully save your life. But yeah, I just wanted to, I event, wanted to give all the information. I wouldn't, I didn't want to hoard information that, that may not be on my side of the argument. So, you know, I'm fair. I like appreciate that. that. Yeah, no problem. It takes a big man to do that. And now I am going to go get that, that booster this week. Okay. Um, there was a, a a a child at my youngest school that tested positive for COVID, so the so my kids had to stay home for the week. Ah, uh, and but they took tests Wednesday and got results back Thursday that you know they were negative, so that's good. Awesome. But I actually slept for a long time yesterday, which is also not like me, right? <laughs> and I did kind of feel like I have like an allergy. Yeah. Uh, cold situation going on, so we'll see. I did not get tested, but I might get tested uh, in a couple of days. Um, anywho, so I'm going to continue to keep you uplifted in positivity that you break on through this and, and everyone else has what we call a mild case of it and it's manageable. All right, man. Let's move to uh, the agenda. Uh, I thank you for soldiering through. Um, interesting case. So let's stick with COVID. All right. So your boy Kyrie Irving, you out there burning sage, out there trying to walk to the to the edge of the earth, see if he can fall off of it because he said that shit's flat. <laughs> your boy Kyrie does talking down on Nike and his signature shoe line. Basically said, "Don't buy them shits. I didn't have anything to do with them." And his lawyer had to whisper in his ear, and so now he's like. On second thought, you should buy those shits. I'm sorry. Um, Sam Kyrie says, fuck the vaccine requirement NBA. I ain't doing it. Who has not been playing all season long. Right. Well, uh, this Omicron, this Omarion, this Omarion virus is getting out of hand. And so the, the, the league's best plans, even the NFL, they're not knowing what to do because a lot of people are getting sick. And t- a lot of people are testing positive and not showing strong symptoms, and so they don't know what to do. They just know it's spreading. Right. So somehow or another, the uh, Brooklyn Nets have decided to let uh, Kyrie back on the team to uh-huh. play games outside of the state of New York. Okay. So Kyrie got reinstated. Then immediately was placed on the COVID protocol list. So this nigga was reinstated for approximately two hours and fifty nine minutes. So he's grand sick, opening, he, grand so closing. So he's got COVID, or they they don't haven't released that yet. 
I don't know if he had it. Somebody had it. He, he you know, he blew a negative test. All I know is that he's like, psych. <laughs> this nigga ain't played all season. Right. At all. <laughs> Standing on his principles. He says he'd be willing to take a, a vaccine if it was certified vegan. What? No, he did not say that. You're yes, making that up, right? That. I'm not vegan. How do you make a vegan? Is that how vaccines are? <laughs> the virus is, a, I don't understand. I don't understand either. He, Anyways, I don't believe so, he said that. I think that might be something you added. Oh, she say so, man. I don't care enough to look it up. I just, sources say this nigga said that shit, and this seemed like some shit that nigga would say. Right. Either way, that nigga's not playing today and for the foreseeable next few days. Yeah. Uh, grand opening, grand closing. Man, did you see? Well, I know you've been sick, but did you did you find out about that? You hear about those fights that happened last night? The fights. celebrity fights. No. First, it was Deron Williams, the basketballer, fellow light skinned brethren. Okay. He fought Frank Gore, the NFL running back that played for a long ass time. Yeah. Uh, they fought. That don't seem like a fair fight, but go ahead. Who do you think? Who, why is it not fair? Sorry, Frank good. Gore is a. It's, a, it's kind of he's what, huge. Yeah, he was no, kind he's of not a tall, monster. but he's wide and right. stocky. He was kind of a monster. I don't. And Dur- Darren Williams was kind of like he's mm. a point guard. Yeah, he was like uh, he's slightly chubby almost. I thought. Well, he whooped the shit out of Frank Gore. What? Frank Gore is now the subject of many, many memes. Oh, Good friend shit. of the show and fr- fellow brother Baylor the Great on his Instagram, Baylor the Great, he uh he posted a picture of this meme that's going around and it's it's fucking re- it's ridiculous. It's, it's I gotta see you this shit. That shit is like wow. Like, I don't know why these people who don't who don't box are getting into these celebrity boxing matches and then getting embarrassed. That shit sticks with you. Nate Robinson ain't recovered yet. It's just for fun. It's just for you fun. You hit upside the head and knock the fuck out for fun. I can yeah, find it's just fun for fun. That. I mean, they're not they're not like bare knuckle brawling. It's just for fun. But no, you, man, some people get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, but if Little you can't if knocked you, flat on his face, if you can't fight at all, you shouldn't do it. I agree. The messed up thing is that that uh, Frank Frank Gore had a had a damn open open uh, open workout. See, right? I just sent I just sent Beyonce a picture of the of the of the face that's been making its rounds, and I'm going to explain this. If you see the meme, and it's everywhere, uh, uh, Darren Williams and, and and Frank Gore. If you look at Frank Gore's face, the caption should be. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> that nigga looks in fear yeah, of his life. This is bad. Afraid. He didn't get knocked the fuck out. He just got beat the fuck up. So there's that. He went out. He went out like a soldier, man. Yeah, this is a. He is terrified. This was like the most terrifying. Look <laughs> it's like no, nigga, not for real. Mouth, mouth open, terrified too. Like he couldn't even keep his composure. Like, ah, <laughs> this is not how I went in sparring. They hit you. They hit you too. Shit. So Frank Gore, who's you know assembly line. Crunchy adjacent black <laughs> got his ass beat by uh, uh, Beyonce's fellow lights, a card carrying member of the light skinning club, Darren Williams, who for the fight dyed his hair blonde. Yeah, I see that. Don't let the curls yeah. fool you, though. Yeah, yo, nope, don't do that. That is 100% accurate. And Frank Gore had to have about, I don't know, 15, 15 pounds or so on him and more muscle. muscular. Yeah, right. But the hands. Yeah, you, if, you, if you can't fight at all, you shouldn't be in a boxing match, period. Nah, that nigga had an open open workout. <laughs> hitting, them, hitting them speed bags, <laughs> hitting them pads, had an open workout. <laughs> Look at me doing the things. 
Wow. Shit. And that, but that's not the worst one. Logan Paul fought Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone, oh, part yeah. Two. Wow. He's the, Tyrone Woodley's a mixed martial arts five time champion. So I please your me, height. Please tell me Logan Paul didn't win. It's worse. He didn't knock him out. Yeah, I gotta send you this one too. Oh my god! The knocked out would be um, <sighs> knocked out would be like a, a nice way of saying it. It's crazy because people keep trying to discredit this, 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 these Paul guys. No, no. Let's be let's be let's be all the way a hundred. He's not fighting people his size, right? Let's be clear. Yeah, but but yeah, everyone but, but, his fault. It weighs less and is smaller. Yeah, but knockouts though. God dang it. I mean, it's just uh I just I just don't understand how or why. I don't understand the why. Uh people are just going in there. Oh yeah, you gotta see this. I'm there's, there's, this just, there's all this bravado though. If you if, okay, if you take it to the street, right? Black folks have always made it seem like they will whoop a white person's ass no matter how big they are, or whatever. All the bravado that goes with I guess black versus white or whatever. This shit is not panning out on this, these Logan Paul and whoever Jake Paul videos are, are these matches. They're knocking they're knocking these niggas out. <laughs> shit, you thinking this Jake from State from State Farm and nah. So I sent you the video and now, now I done sent you the picture. Okay. Video came picture. Oh shit. I just saw the picture. That nigga's dead. <laughs> so knocked out is not the right word. Is that he nigga face may down? be dead. Oh, he's face, face down. down I thought ass he was up. face up. That nigga's face down. He's dead. He looked like he looked like uh he look like them dudes that are fucking um what's her name? Not Nicki Minaj, but Cardi B says she used to get for their paper. <laughs> I'm Drug at, him up and <laughs> Oh my god, it was just a it was just like a it wasn't even a cross. It was like a What the fuck? It's like, nigga, what was you doing? And here's, here's the kicker. So I think uh, Tyrone Woodley, who's a five-time UFC champion, came out to like, it might have been uh, one of these uh, conscious rappers that still exists. <laughs> Come on, he's, not, he's not that much smaller than him. He is, he is not that much smaller. Come on, man. 50, uh, 10, 10 pounds tops. Sure. Anyway, so he uh, so he came out with a rapper rapping, rapping, not kind of rapping. Oh, rapping, it was an rapping. actual rapper with him. Yeah, a conscious rapper. Uh, yeah, I can't. He's a light skinned dude with a must with a with a with a beard. French Reggie would know him. Immortal so, Techniques. Joiner, something Joiner. Oh, uh, Joiner Lucas. Joiner Lucas. Yeah, I think that was him. Oh God. Guess what? Logan Paul came out to. Uh, Tupac. Nigga, add an insult to injury. This nigga didn't even try. He came out to YMCA. <laughs> young men, there's a place you can go. I say, young men, That's there's what? a place you can be. <laughs> As he's coming down the ring, I know Taiwan's oh, about to fuck this white boy up. Oh, Last time man. should have been a draw. The fix was in. I'm going to knock his ass out. <sighs> nope, 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 nope. There was no need to be unhappy. Oh. So that nigga Tyrone Willie woke up at the YMCA. Shit. Yeah, uh, but fuck, man. So obviously, everyone watched this. Uh, in the, well, not obviously, it, just made it, it made its rounds on social media. Right. So another nigga that got a lot of free time on his hands has challenged Logan, Ball, uh, Logan Paul. That would be Le'Veon Bell, who just lost his job, his last NFL job about, I don't know, about 60 days ago. 60 days or so ago, got cut. That's the next fight? 
Uh, no, he's asking for the fight. He's, <sighs> and he's telling Logan Paul to stop fighting these people that don't know how to box. Right. Who are smaller than you. Fight me. To which he also posted a picture of him, you know, hitting some, some mitts. Like they always do. <laughs> Look at me. I'm hitting those mitts. What did Bruce, what did Bruce Lee say? Boards don't hit back. Right. Everybody's got a plan. Everybody's got a plan. But no, seriously, on a serious tip, man, Tyron Woodley got, got, his, got knocked all the way. Like, it wasn't no cheap shot. That nigga just got knocked, cold, as we say, cold cocked, knocked the fuck out. I don't think that nigga can fight anymore. Nah. I mean, he just has to go to the house. Yeah. Oh, um, and Masvidal has challenged Logan Paul. Oh, man. But not, you know who Masvidal is, right? Yeah, that's the dude from MMA who did like the quickest knockout ever. Yeah, but he also came up with, with Kimbo Slice with the backyard brawls. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was the he was the second person that people came to see, and he was he was real young. I didn't know that. But Masvidal doesn't want to box. He wants he wants him to sign a, a contract to get in the into the into the cage. See, that makes sense because these people who can't box are trying to box. So these UFC guys that are not boxers are trying to box. They all say, "Oh well, shit!" Well, Conor McGregor did that shit, and, May, and Money May didn't knock him out. Wait a minute. The fix was in. First that's of all, that's why Money May did not. Floyd Mayweather out. doesn't knock people out, really. Though that's that's old, 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 or young, young, young Mayweather. Ever. The last person he knocked out, that dude uh, turned his head. Forgot who it was. Did the he last knock him time out? he knocked somebody out, the dude had turned his head. He and, didn't. He didn't knock him out, did he? Uh, yeah, this is a while ago. That's his last knockout. The dude he was fighting just dropped his hands. And turned his head to talk to the ref or to something, and up, and he went down. That was his last knockout. Yeah, and Mayweather's went, not a knockout artist, so you know that is oh, that, not no more. Yeah. Well, not for most of when he was younger, he did more. That's what I'm saying. Young, 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 young. I said old, I mean, old, long time ago. Young Mayweather, maybe. You know, his hands are fucked up. He's more defensive anyway, though. So that's not his the same. Hands thing. are brittle. Yeah, that, that's not the same thing as people who like who like knocking people out. And that boy Logan Paul spilling his piss. He wants to do a. He's at one point said he wanted to do an exhibition with, with Iron Mike. Yeah. So I looked I'm it like, up. He's a cruiserweight. I wish. I wish a nigga would. He's a cruiserweight, which which cuts the the. I think the uppermost is two hundred pounds for a cruiserweight. Mm. So maybe I'm played at two hundred. Yeah. Well, shit. So did Frank Gore. It's not the point. Anyway, I hope this. I hope to see Logan Paul's dumbass step into the ring. With Mike Tyson, because Roy no, Jones Jr. did that shit. Yeah, that Roy Jones is still pissing blood. Don't let the fool you. He still is. And they had an agreement not to knock each not well. Mike had an agreement not to knock him out. Yeah. So no, don't don't do it's a joke. He ain't he's not gonna do that. Hope not. You know, that'll be, don't fight a real boxer. That's a bad idea. Right. Anyway, man, so that was uh that was shit was crazy. Uh so Tyrone Woodley set the culture back. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he did. Came out with Jordan Lucas rapping, rapping, and the other guy came out to fucking uh, YMCA and, and and knocked him all the way the fuck out. Yeah, that's setting the culture back. No, I'm not counting the sailor. I think the sailor was black and blue. It was either the sailor or the construction worker. One of those gay dudes was black. They're still gay, though. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Speaking of which, uh, Candace Parker of the WNBA fame. You know who Candace Parker is? I do. I saw her. I saw her. Uh, uh, something happened to her last week that would probably make Jimmy Mack of the No Nonsense Show mad. Yeah. 
She welcomed a new child. <laughs> Not just a new child. <laughs> With her wife. <laughs> right. Dude, I didn't even know she was gay. Of course. No one didn't. As I'm saying, Jamie Mack was talking about how you know dope she was and this and that. And now it's like, eh, I don't know. Is she still that dope to you? What the fuck did Sheldon Benjamin do? Ugh. That was her, her ex-husband. Sheldon Benjamin was a Duke basketball player with a with a jug head. Well, Didn't did, really work out well in him. He was a Falcon for a little bit, if I can, if I'm not mistaken. Couldn't tell you. Fuck the Falcons. <laughs> Fuck the Falcons. <laughs> Don't even say it. Just let let's go. Let's move on. All right, man. Oh, so okay. anyway, so so yeah. So I didn't realize that uh, Candace Parker was a member of the LGBTQ. Did you all, Did so, you also notice that she was wearing the the pantsuit? When. Uh, there, there wasn't the wedding pictures, but it was like the, the no. In the wedding pictures, they both was wearing gowns. It was the subsequent pictures that they were in that. So post. I had to go research this shit to make sure what I what I read and what I saw was what I read. Oh yeah, it I was saw. there, but there were some subsequent pictures, maybe around uh, around the wedding. The the other person was wearing dresses, and Kenneth Parker was wearing pantsuits and stuff along those lines. So she might be. I mean, I don't know how those relationships fluid? work, but she she's probably probably fluid. And that's how she's identifying now. Yeah. By the way, if you look at the overall number one draft picks for the WNBA for like the last ever, gonna see a lot of pantsuits. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> just facts. I'm not. I'm just saying. It's surprising you see a lot of the number one picks wearing pantsuits. That's all I'm saying. I know what a power suit is. Is there such a thing as a power pantsuit? That is the power suit. That's the Hillary Clinton. Oh, okay. That's where it came. That's the Hillary Clinton power pantsuit. I'm not, um, I'm not buying it. Oh, I hope not. Um, all right. Uh, what else is going on? So HBCUs stay winning. You, have you noticed the uptick in HBCU talk? I went to an HBCU championship game yesterday. Oh, you saw what happened. I did. I went with Jay Smooth. Nice. Yeah. So uh, Dion, primetime, Jackson State, they've been doing real big things. Not yesterday. Yeah. But up till yesterday, real Big thanks. Definitely not yesterday. Right. Um, I mean, Dion is one is my favorite football player of all time, and thank God he was eventually a cowboy who won today, ten and four, ten and four. And uh, so Dion is a he worked with kids, um, youth league, and he worked his way up. Then he was a high school coach, and this past year or year and a half, he he went to Jackson State uh, in Mississippi, an HBC, historically black college and university. And he went there and he took his sons, one of which was a, had a full scholarship and was a contributor to the Southern Carolina Gamecocks, a Division I team. And his other son, Shadur, uh, well, his first son was uh, Shiloh that, uh, that had the scholarship and he's a defensive back. His his other his last son is Shadur and he's a quarterback. He's he's taller than Dion, but he's a quarterback and um, he had lots of offers from everywhere. So he went with Dion with his father to uh, Jackson State, and so the first season, half the season or so, was rough. But this season, they just turned the lights on. They just been, had a great season. Uh, broke a lot of records. Dion's coach of the year. His son. Uh, uh, Shadur may be offensive player of the year. I'm not sure. And this culminated in the overall number one rated co- uh, high school recruit, the number one player in the United States 
signing on national uh, uh, signing a letter of intent on national signing day to join uh, Jackson State, which apparently has never happened in the history of HBCU dom, and since we've been keeping these types of rankings, so that's great. That's phenomenal. That lifts everybody up. Is this going to happen every year? Of course not. But is this going to continue to be a thing? Maybe not. Uh, I can get to the maybe not later. But it's it's very good for HBCUs. You have a lot of people. A lot of people's eyes are now watching HBCUs. Uh, I think uh, Hugh Hugh Jackson, a former Raiders coach and 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 Browns coach, has taken the Grambling job to coach there. You have Eddie George who took a coaching job this year uh, at an HBCU. So, you know, people are, 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 just, are looking at these that normally wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, Dion brought in another group of players that normally would not beat HBCUs. Right. And so, you know, things are, are getting better and, and, and people are coming and eyes are there. Dollars are coming. Investments coming. And so, you know, this is good for the culture. This is good for these schools. And now these pros are going to have to pay attention to the HBCUs. And during the COVID times, they were supposed to have a combine at the HBCU for the HBCU players in, in Miami. But due to COVID last year, it did not happen. So, you know, so things are moving in a positive direction, whether you like Dion, whether you don't. Uh, he's used everything he's had to elevate, um, use his platform to get us to this spot. Damn shame they got their ass kicked yesterday. Uh, well, they didn't. Okay, so they didn't get their ass kicked so much as there were about three really, really bad mental mistakes by his son, actually, as quarterback, um, where they turned the ball over in the red zone two times, maybe even three times. So oh, they lost. Sucks. They lost by a couple of touchdowns, but those touchdowns were direct results of them getting turnovers in the red zone. And I mean, you know, putting putting your your defense in position to to guard a ten yard offensive. You know what I'm saying? It's it's almost impossible. It's not gonna work. Yeah. So they 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 started the first quarter, the first half. They um they they went down to the very end by a, a touchdown and a field goal. Um, but it was like seven to ten. For but the second half, those mistakes happened, and it just there was nothing the defense could do. The offense wasn't even able to stay on the field because of those turnovers. So I don't know if they got mm-hmm. their their ass handed to them as much as a couple of mental mistakes really just were the the worst possible time, and mm-hmm. they were supposed to lose. Even though, even though South Carolina was um, six and five, I think for the season. Oh, well, South Carolina State. South Carolina State, yeah. Even though South Carolina State was six and five for the season, they, they don't did, play they, in the swag. They did orange. No, they're MEAC. They did Orangeburg proud, but um, they they really weren't supposed to be there. However, those mistakes, they were just there was no way for them to return from that. But but I didn't even know this was a thing. Apparently, Luster S. Curl came back because they had many ads <laughs> during the game. <laughs> yeah. Did you even know S. Curl was still a thing? <laughs> I didn't even think No, that. I did not know you could get hey, the, hey. And if you could get it, I don't think it, you know, you wouldn't want to use it because you can't let chemicals just sit coming for soon. 20 years. Coming soon, okay. my brother. Coming soon, my brother. There were so many Luster S. Curl ads. <laughs> during this game. I was like, this is even a Somebody thing. Somebody tell Dion this? Because I don't think that's what he was using. These are good things happening to HBCUs. It's elevating their uh, their image. It's now becoming a viable option for people for you know for for people who have options. Yeah. In the past, you know, uh, the idea was that you, for athletics, you wouldn't really go to an HBCU unless that was your only avenue to continue playing the sport. If that was your goal, was to be a, an athlete rather than just a scholar. Right. Whereas now, you know. 
the resources are getting there. The you know the, the platform is elevated to where if you want to stand for something, you can still go to an HBCU and have an expectation that if you fulfill your potential, you will not be penalized and still have a shot to get your look. Yeah, and and you could be the first, the first millionaire based off of a Luster's S curl endorsement. Imagine that. Shh. Man, I do it. Say nothing but a word. (laughs) I would do it. (laughs) Which dovetails me in my next thing. Although all of this is great, and all of this I root for, and I want to see it grow, the power structure in college football is not going to change because my beloved University of Texas Longhorns won five games out and lost seven games this season. They are now expected to do great next year. You want to know why? The off season, because now. You can pay players on, on top of the table. Right. We got five-star offensive linemen that we are paying a, 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 a five-figure salary. Five fig, Actually, six figures. A six-figure salary to play college football until it's time for you to go pro. That's nuts. We, have the, we got the number one rated quarterback from two years ago who came out early because he wanted to make money as soon as the, uh, as soon as the rules changed. Uh, he went to Ohio State, played one or two games, uh, got beat out by the current starter, still was the number one ranked quarterback in his class. Should, be, should have come out this year, but he started early. We paid him. Yeah. Pay, I don't know how much you paid him. It was a lot. He started early for money. He left school early. For, he forwent for his senior season to try to find money. Texas didn't have a great season this year, though, did they? They sucked. Five wins against seven losses. I just told you that. Oh, okay, yeah. A- a- A&M was a team. That's what it was. Texas A&M had an okay Fuck season. Fuck A&M. Ain't nobody talking about Okay, A&M. they had a pretty good season, though. They were, de- they were decent. They were decent. Okay. They were top 25. Yeah, A&M, though. They were actually 25. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. And have, you, have you been to A&M? I if have you not. have, then you would understand. Fuck them. Okay. Uh, like the, whatever. I'm just saying you you you're so quick to talk about the Cowboys. I want to if we're going to talk about a team, let's talk about Georgia. They're doing pretty good, you know. And if you if your alumni has Coca-Cola money, then you will start paying. Your Georgia will start paying players. Right. So why is this so what this means is that the power structure is not really going to change. Uh nah. what this means for me, um selfishly is that ain't nobody got money like the Texas Longhorns got money. So the Texas Longhorn is about to be the Dallas Cowboys in the 90s. Mm. You're just going to pull up to your spot and pay more money than you got to the other person. Right. I don't think Alabama got enough money to do that. But Alabama's other things going for it. Right. But as far as bidding wars, we won't, we won't lose. Yeah. And that, won't. that actually, that, and like you said, that's going to hurt this, this, this brand new thing with um, HBCUs getting some looks. Because Wait a minute, you said, you said the escrow, the, the Luster's escrow endorsement shit, How man. much money could Luster's escrow have at this point, though? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are they- Black people count for over a trillion dollars worth of buying power. That's, that's such a stupid stat, though. Why is that stat is important? It? Yes, because white people, is, how many trillion? It's like 13 trillion for white people. It's far nah, man, more. It's all those trillions focused on escrow kits. Come on now. Man, I don't think, I don't think that black people are, are supporting escrows like they used to. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Let's get in the trust tree. About 98, I had an escrow. Because, you know, Diddy was a big thing. Diddy had the kit, I had the kit. You know, we all had the kit. 
Dog, that shit burnt the turned the I burnt my edges and them shits turned red. You gotta it's take crazy. it out before too long, right? I, I think the process is Yeah, once once it's burning, you already you done crossed the Rubicon. <laughs> and, but I, I was caught burning a couple times on top of my head, not the other one. Right. Yeah, it was burning a couple times. I was like, oh shit, man. I'm thinking about Malcolm X, the movie uh Malcolm X autobiography or whatever, when he's uh in the toilet. That's a lie. That's different, but not that different if oh, you okay. really think about it. But still yeah, though. Man. And then I put some pomade in there, some jam. Yeah, I don't think the S curl is coming back as strong as it came. As it was in the nineties. I don't think it's going to come back. Says do with the curls, but those are natural though. I, I didn't you have just to... being a curlist. That's what you, that's what it is. You hope you hope the S curls don't come back. Most that's of, what it is. No, most people my age don't have hair anymore, so it doesn't matter what kind of hair you got. Well, I did open the door. To you did hair talk. You're right. You're you right. did. I, I did that. Um, anyway, man. So. There's enough black dollars to get enough players to play for this thing to continue to grow. Yeah. But it's not enough dollars to change the, uh, to dramatically change the landscape. What I'm happy about is that, you know, the people that, the people that only want the money are probably not going to be a benefit to HBCUs anyway. The people that go to HBCUs, they're going to take one would hope, whatever they learn and apply it in their endeavors as they move forward with their professional career, one would hope. Like Colin Kaepernick. If Colin Kaepernick was a, was a big recruit, which he wasn't, and he went to an HBCU, then, you know, he would just be more Kaepernick-y, I guess, uh, sooner than later. By the way, what is that nigga even doing? I don't even know. He got a, a Netflix you... show or something, right, didn't he? I think he has some kind of Netflix I don't know. show. Oh, yeah, he had a... Is it out? I think it's yeah. He's he's already been paid from that though, so that's what he's doing. He's Man, not. He he will never play football again, and he's why would he? It's not a question. Yeah, he'll he'll never do anything in football again. Co- commentator, analyst, none of that. No, there's absolutely no. no reason for him to turn his back on his newfound career. None, none at all, none at all. And I don't. Nor should know, he. And he shouldn't. You want people hitting you? I don't. I don't want you know three, four hundred. Three or four hundred pound people laying on me and hit me and, and trying to do bad things to me. I don't want that. Right. Trying to get me like Tyrone Woodley. No, thank you. You got to make sure you get something to his white queen every night. Who, Tyrone Woodley? No, uh, Kaepernick. Don't do that. Uh, Nessa Diab's not why She's Egyptian. <laughs> why is that funny? I just think it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's her family really is from Egypt. I don't. Okay. I don't know what else to tell you. All right. She sound like us. She not like us. Yeah. She look like us. She's actually not. Yeah. Hell, you could be Egyptian. I could. Anywho, so um, and she's dangerous thick. She's like if you. She like if she have like a a bad. I must be not seeing. Uh, let me let me look this up because I'm not. Maybe I'm not seeing the right person because I thought it was a if white girl. If she were to have a, a bad two and a half weeks, it could go way way wrong with her. Okay, this is a different girl. I never I seen this. Girl. Talking about. I saw a real like a real Caucasian. This is a this is a. You getting him chick. confused with fucking uh, uh Russell Wilson that crazy ass blonde chick? Maybe so. Maybe Kaepernick, so. yeah, no, getting getting him confused with Rusty and Sierra. Yeah, that's a brown chick. Okay, I'm sorry, Kaepernick. I I I um I jumped out I there. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I, I jumped know she's out from there. Egypt. No, she just likes. Oh, I'm sorry. I know she's from Kemet. Oh, she is womb man from Kemet. Um, all right, man. So, Shad Moss. 
Let's talk about him real quick. Sure. Uh, this nigga wants BET to honor him at the next Hip Hop Awards. <laughs> as as what? <laughs> he wants to be in the BET Hall of Fame. Huh. He should be. He's campaigning for this shit. He, he shouldn't be campaigning for it, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. He's Mr. 106 in part. That's not a joke. Go look up my stats and see what I've done in my whole career, and you tell me why I can't, I can't be in the Hall of Fame now. No, he should be. He should be, absolutely. BET, that's my house. They had to create a show after me and named me after that motherfucker. Yeah. We had labels calling him like, I need that Bow Wow treatment. I ran a network before I worked there. BET stands for Bow Entertainment Television. (laughs) Hell you thought. Wow. I'm a vet. I'm like nothing you will ever see. I put in 22 years. I know I'm going to turn into California. I put in 22 years already. I'm 34. 24 years of a career is like most of the greats. I started young, homie. He didn't say homie. I deserve my broski. Needs that. Wow. I, What's I wrong I, with this little nigga? Why can't he get somewhere and sit down? I don't know why. You know how Wikipedia said? Okay, so the way Wikipedia works, I don't know if you know this or not. Like, if you're a celebrity or you're a, a public figure, you cannot write your own Wikipedia page. It's, it's not illegal, but it's against their rules. Someone else has to create your Wikipedia page just the way that it works, right? But for some reason, this guy doesn't understand that principle. He thinks that it's his job to campaign himself everywhere. And no, somebody else has to recognize you as being whatever it is, greatness or whatever. It's kind of a, a it's kind of a curse. Little man. It's the curse of being an artist, though. Being in entertainment, you're you're basically hoping that other people like you. And if they don't say that they like you, then you're a failure. And it has nothing to do with how good you are. It really has to do with how much people like you. And his whole career has been him trying to prove. That he's something, and that's sad. But that's also, you know, he was a, a kid star. I just yes, saw a video. Man, he topped out in that Stoop Dog album. I just saw a video, um, an old school throwback video um, on YouTube where it was very. He was a he was a kid still, and the interviewer was like, "Yeah, this girl right here, man, she's doing big things or whatever. She's this is and that." And and like one of his homeboys was like, "That's a nigga, man." And he's like, "Oh my!" <laughs> he was like, "Oh my bad." Bow Wow, you're doing great things, young man. And then he had to, he had to like, he had to, rec- this happened early in his life is what I'm trying to say. Like since the beginning, he's been, he's been getting this disrespect and it's not going to no, change. man, you want to be a motherfucking hustler, you better ask somebody. <laughs> he was on Doggy Style. He's like, this young lady right here is doing her thing. <laughs> Nigga was at Death Row Records with Brandy and Brandy's brother running around, hanging out in Shug's, uh, in Shug's bins. I get it, man. I get it. But his Pulling whole, up and rolling up. Since the beginning, he's had to fight for every, every inch of respect that he's gotten in his life. So I understand why he's doing it. His motivations are, are you know, are not, it's he's not a corny ass dude. Yeah. He's corny as fuck. Corny as fuck. Bow wow. Corny as fuck. Uh, B, check your phone. I just sent you a, an image here. I got it. That is Sheila E. Oh, wow. She just turned 65. She's holding up pretty well. Yeah, very nice. Yep. Um, she got some, know, for she somebody. Got some elbow. Not me, but for somebody. She got some elbow issues, you know what I'm saying, right there around the She's neck. She's a drummer. <laughs> what does that mean? She's a drummer. I'm, I'm, who knows what else is this? That mean, I'm that surprised mean, she doesn't have other issues. Her, sure her, her arm should be on point, but that's a little, it's a little sag bag on, around her. Like she got, you know what I'm saying, some paper bag sack. Wrinkles around her elbow, that's all. But I mean, she is 65, so. 65, nigga. Anyway, uh, happy 65th to Sheila E. Yes, sir. So, you remember that bitch that that, that, that the gorilla grew stuck? You know what? I don't need to say that. <laughs> that's one for today. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the lady? Hey, y'all, look at this lady. You remember the lady 
they had the gorilla glue problem. Uh, glue problem. I remember that you followed her for another probably six or eight weeks after she got the gorilla glue out. Well, I'm still following her, <laughs> but I have not been paying attention to her, and so other people have not been paying attention to her. So she recently said that she had accidentally put some chemicals in her hair that mm. caused her hair to come out in clumps. I'm like, no way. No, no, don't, no, not like this. This is, this is so Shad Moss of her. <laughs> it is. This is, a, this is a full out Shad Moss move. Oh. It's like, come on, you fool me once, shame on you. But it's like we're not we're not going to do this. We're we're not doing this. That's sad. It poor, is. Poor it girl. is sad because clearly that that fifteen minutes is gone. Them checks is uh, running out. And she uh, six days ago starting my growing process once again. <sighs> Leave your fucking if you if if this were real it right. isn't. But if it were, then you don't deserve hair. You don't. You don't. You need to go ahead and shave your shit. Yeah. Hair is not for you. So how long ago she said she did it? She had a whole ass video. On, That's sad, man. I really thought my hair was strong enough for chemicals. I dyed my hair and this happened. She get it up in the towel. She takes it out. That's sad. It's like, I, it's like come on. And not the come hair on. falling out thing. It's sad that she feels she has to go to these extremes now to maintain her, um, I guess, importance in the world. It, I suppose it's man. only going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I hope it works out. For, actually, I don't. I don't care what happens. But I am not going to unfollow just yet. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, it's got to see the other end of this thing. Um. All right, man. <clears throat> so some scientists have are are mixing. Microtechnology and frog DNA to make living, basically robots. Nice. I was like, did did nobody watch Terminator Two? I just I know it was a while ago, but I mean, what the fuck are we doing? Nice. I, 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 they're re, they're reproducing apparently. The that doesn't robots sound are? like a good. Yeah, that doesn't sound. You want you want them to reproduce? That doesn't sound good at all. Right. Sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, because so, like you, you go to bed one night and wake up the next day, and there's the whole room is full of baby robots. And like, yeah, not, but that's okay. I've programmed them to only do good, huh. and if you know, and to make and to solve problems. Yeah, people are a big fucking problem. Anybody that's got ten kids know that all ten of them kids ain't good. I'm talking about people. The robots decide that people are the problem. No, no, I'm saying, but they say I've oh, programmed them all to be good. Yeah, well, like, you know, if, you have, if you're a mother or a, 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 fa- a parents with a lot of kids, you know that all, all those kids don't end up doing the right thing. Some kids have issues. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, it only takes some bad code or something for there to be a, for it to become corrupted and terrible shit to happen. Or a bad coder. Bad co- coder. B... Uh, we'll go back to technology, technology and doing stuff. Uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. B, I wish I had, I wish that I was not married. You want to know why? Uh, this sounds dangerous, but proceed, proceed. Because if I was not married already, then me and my wife could get married and Boozy Badass could do the wedding because he posted his Universal Church of Life, we're brothers, his credentials of ministry. 
<laughs> totally attached. It's not ready to, to, to wipe me down, get you married, get you Zoom. Zoom. Zoom me on down the aisle for a low, low fee. I'm happy for my brother here. You know, we both are under the same, uh, the same ministry, the same, the same leadership at the Universal Church of Life Ministries Incorporated. That's cool. And so, you know, so B, if you and your lovely wife want to, want to remarry, uh, you know, I have nothing but great things to say about my, my fellow brother, uh, Minister Hatch, um, a.k.a. Um, Little Boozy Badass. So... <laughs> Putting it out there, listeners. If you have not, if you have not made it, if you have not made it uh, official, you ain't put it on paper yet. You ain't jumped a broom, and you've been waiting for your right opportunity. You ain't got to worry about whose church, whatnot. Boozy badass. Mm. Though I do believe you have to come to him in Florida. I don't think Florida is that. Yeah, he doesn't live in Louisiana. Oh, yeah, not gonna happen. Remember, he said that rappers who live where they where they're from usually get killed where they are. Yeah. So yeah, that's that knowledge. It's, it's not happening. He's been in his word. That's what he's been. He's been in his word, getting ready to to do the Lord's work. He's been in his word. Is he is he willing to marry uh, homosexuals? Mm. Well, I don't know, B, but I do know <laughs> that the Universal Church of Life incorporated. Right. We don't turn anyone away because love is love. I got you. I got you. And donations are donations. They are. Now accepting cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> All right, B. So you tell, tell you know, spread the word on your end. Say, hey, man, you know, a little boozy can get you, can, can you and your old lady, you want to you go ahead and take the next step? Holla a little boozy. I would definitely I'm sure do that. it's a reasonable price. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Um, uh, he may even perform a song or two. Uh-oh. He probably won't, but maybe. Um, when boozy goes to get a haircut, does he just ask for a fade? As opposed to what? A boozy fade. I don't even know what that is. Is that a thing? Is that a haircut? That's his haircut. It's called the boozy fade? Yes. That's a very specific cut he has there. It's just like who a- Who have you seen with that? As much as you fucking hate all things Louisiana, who have you seen walking around with a haircut like that? Nobody. You gotta ask for that. What do you want? I'd like a boozy fade. I didn't oh. know. I mean, I haven't been to a barber in, in, since the pandemic started, so- well, boozy fade's been boozy fading since wiped me down. Really? Really? Oh, you know I don't go to you a black. You didn't notice? I don't it's go to a black. Fade. I don't go to a black barbershop. I go to Dominican barbershop. That's why. I don't even. I can't even speak to anybody in the barbershop because I don't know Spanish. Dominicans can get you. Can get you right. I had a Dominican barber back when I had hair and I lived in New York. No doubt, Dominican barbers. That's their, that's their thing. But don't go to the one with the arched eyebrows and the pointy shoes. Oh, you mean all of them? No, my barber looked like Big Pun. Well. Fat Joe. Well, my barber didn't eat because he was a rapper, so he he was um he was different. But the other guys, the older guys, never like that. Yeah, yeah, the older and it guys. Was cool, and it was apparently cool. Right. That's just that's just what they do over there. Well, they, uh, they have a different. I think like feminine. Well, we consider feminine. They don't consider. They consider that macho. Some of the feminine things that we would like never do. They look at that as like status. So, hey, go figure. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. Cause you just get to get to cut, cut, and let me up out of here. Right. I'll let you. All right, man. <clears throat> so we started this episode, Black on Both Sides, with me rechristening myself, renaming myself, a.k.a. and myself, allow myself to reintroduce myself as Meta Kunta. Meta Kunta. The Metaverse. We talked about this briefly, B. Yeah. I don't, I don't learn some more shit. Uh-oh. So before I start, I want to say that anytime I mention the word cryptocurrency, thing cryptocurrency related, this is not financial advice. 
I just learned about this shit starting a month ago. Don't listen to me. You got to figure your own shit out. Right. I ain't got that much money in it. And every time I watch the shit, it goes up, it goes down. It goes up, it goes down. Anyway, but the metaverse and crypto and NFTs, non-fungible tokens, might come back to you, B. So you got all these people spending all this money on essentially a profile pic that's, that looks like a cartoon character. You've, you've been seeing these shits? Yeah, we talked about it. Right. Okay. So I'm making sure it's coming back to you because, you know, I don't know if there's been any, any fog. You did mention you were sick earlier. Um, you know, brain fog is a, is a potential uh, thing. That's probably going to be Chris Cuomo's defense on whatever he did. Right. So COVID long, long hauler. All right. So these NFTs we talked about, all this money on a static image. And you can put that static image somewhere in the blockchain, which is on the internet. Blockchain is a secured set of, server, well, secured set of servers that are decentralized from any government or, or one entity's control. No, I don't want to say that. The blockchain are decentralized servers that are free from national control. Put it that way. If you want to change, if you want to do something these blockchains, you don't have to shut down the internet in your entire country and block it off. All right. So NFTs, these pictures, you hear all these uh, DJ Khaled, Future, and all these other people uh, buying these NFTs and all these celebrities now trying to sell NFTs. Uh, what is the big deal? All right. So people are using cryptocurrency, which is money that is not paper money, but has value and could be converted to paper money, but would defeat the purpose. We're not going to go through that again because I really want to talk about the metaverse. Right. So B, you and I spoke about... Uh, you know, next next steps and next steps and whatnot. We talked about the metaverse. You said you watched uh, Zuckerberg's presentation. Some of it, yeah. So I don't know if you had a chance to go back. So, but since then, have you had any more thoughts, or your thoughts about the same on what, what you think the metaverse is? Um. Well, I think. Let that- me let me try to put. Let me let me. So the metaverse, for people that don't know, is part of what the, what uh, people are calling Web 3.0. Right now, we're in Web 2.0. Web 1.0 is when me and Be Honest were, you know, still had hopes and dreams and aspirations, and the world was our, was our oyster. And we had dial-up, and you could go to, a, you could go to a, a, a website, and the website would have some information. Maybe you could send that information somewhere else. Maybe you could write down text and send it as an email. Hmm. It's an electronic mail. That's not a real mail that you can send anywhere in the world. To someone else that has an e, so this is I'm saying it this way to let you understand how novel it was when people got the internet. It was crazy. You know what is www.com? What is a .com? What does that mean? At where is it at? So there were very basic questions that people did not understand when the internet first got here, and no one could understand or hard for anybody with any seriousness to 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 you know conceptualize where it would go. But over time, it developed into Web 2.0, which I think picks up around 2000 and let's say 10 until now. Web 2.0, now we're able to watch videos. We're able to uh, use social media. Facebook comes into being a thing. Uh, we get the, every so few years we get something else, Twitter, uh, which is not really on the web, but is linked to the web. We get Instagram. 
There used to be a thing called Foursquare. It didn't make it. Uh, but all these things come up in Web 2.0 that allows you to interact more immersively with the web. And more importantly, for people who are in control of where you go to extract all kinds of information from and about you uh, for all intents and purposes without your knowledge. Because you click through on the uh, on this uh terms and, and, and agreements and terms when you first gave your information to this thing to use their, their website, which eventually turned into an app. Every time you get a new app, you got to click through something and accept terms and conditions. We all do it. None of us read it. And if we do, we don't keep doing it. Because once we read one, we're like, ah, this is bullshit. So, Facebook was one of the first to figure out Okay, if I track everything about what you do on the internet, because uh, it was explained to me, B, this is in your wheelhouse, correct me if I'm wrong, it was explained to me that somehow or another, Facebook servers and other websites you go to may have an agreement in which somehow they will allow Facebook to understand that you went there so that they can exchange information to get a better idea of what of where you go and maybe what you are looking for when you go there. Cookies. And I, my understanding is that the companies that do this are larger companies, you know, because they want they want they want volume. They want they want you to buy things. And based on that exchange of information is part of the way that Facebook can understand and predict what it thinks you want. Right. And then when the maps got better, the GPS got better, when everyone now has a GPS in their hand. The thing is, for us to go find places, no, it's for the advertisers to find you. That's what Zuckerberg figured out. So now, whenever you go anywhere, it's triggered an advertisement or a suggestion. Then they went another level. Amazon's part of this one. Now, whenever you, whatever you talk about, your phone is probably listening. Hey, Siri. Hey, Alexa. And you're like, now, oh, that's crazy. Look at that. <laughs> you see, got, you I got see Siri right thought I was talking to her. So it's like, you know, now when you think, oh, I didn't even look it up on the web, on the internet. It just brought it to me. Well, did you talk about it? Right. Did you drive past it? Did you walk past it? How many times you walk past this, this place or this thing? So that's Web 2.0. Web 2.0 is when we're now interacting with the web, but it's a two-dimensional interaction. Right. And so people are now in a mindset where they want their privacy back. They, want, they don't want people listing and tracking them everywhere. They don't want social media being this thing that divides everybody where we're all in our own separate, you know, uh, uh, sound tunnels, wind tunnels, where we only hear what we want to hear. We don't want to see, you know, what that can do to society. January 6th. January 6th, they planned most of this shit on Facebook. Facebook saying, oh, we didn't, we didn't. No, not no. We didn't. What was the name that. of that? What was the name of that that social media platform that they that started during that time? Do you remember that? The Parlor. Parlor. Yeah, that's gone. Didn't now, make huh? it. Yeah. Did make it. Shocking, right? Yeah. Uh, it didn't make it because uh, Amazon said nope. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation about uh, who hosts what. It's not who you think. Amazon is much, 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 much bigger than you think. Oh yeah. I mean, do, do, do people realize that Amazon doesn't, doesn't give a shit about books or shipping or any of that stuff you see on their website? That's not where Amazon makes its money. 
Amazon makes its money in cloud storage. AWS, have you ever heard of AWS? I guarantee that your company that you work for has cloud storage with AWS. I guarantee most of their servers run on AWS. That's where Amazon makes its money. It doesn't give a shit about charging you $2 less than Walmart for a, a free shipping item. They don't give a shit about it. That's why, have you ever noticed you could return something to Amazon, they don't ask you any fucking questions? You know why? Because they don't give a shit about that. That is so, that is pennies to them. AWS. But who who owns uh, Amazon? Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. And who was Trump talking cash shit about near the end? <laughs> right. I'm just, I just put this together while you're talking. That's why Amazon said, you know what? We can't host this. Yeah. Sorry. Amazon is in charge of cloud storage, more so than anyone else. I mean, Microsoft has cloud storage. Google has cloud All these companies have cloud storage, but none of them, none of them come close to AWS. Not close. Okay. All right. So that's Web 2.0. People are now starting to have an issue with it. We don't want to be tracked. We don't want you knowing stuff about us without me, us specifically and specifically saying you can know this. We don't want you guessing what we want. We don't want to think you're listening to our conversations. Zuckerberg does not fucking get this, which is why his whole uh, Facebook meta situation is just ridiculous. He just does not get that that's this is what he's trying to do. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. So web web 3.0. Web 3.0, what it is and where it could be. So what it is and what they're building and what exists already in some iterations, my wife's company is has is embracing this already. In a couple years, if not next year. People will be able to have virtual meetings. But the virtual meetings won't be like uh, B and I looking at each other through a, through a, you know, a camera and kind of a Zoom, Microsoft Teams style. Oh, no. The, the meeting place will be on the Internet. And B and I will be looking at each other's avatars in that Internet. Immer- immersively. Immersed in Immersively. It. Yeah. In it. Now the technology isn't there yet for for you know us to to not know that 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 we are we're you know we're interacting in this in this strange not strange in this different uh, area meaning I might have to have an Oculus B might have to have an Oculus or something similar but we will be sitting and, and communicating in in the internet 3D. And you say, well, that's crazy. Well, no, 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 no. We already do it. Yeah. B gives me shit about this game I play, Call of Duty Mobile, but I already do it. I have an avatar that exists in a specific corner of the internet on specific servers. Right. With that avatar, I'm able to interact with other avatars of people all over the world to accomplish a common goal in that immersive universe but if we decide to do something outside of it, we could inside of that internet space, that immersive universe. So the, young, the kids are already conditioning this and they don't even know it through the gaming. So my wife's company, they're having meeting rooms in which they're going to be creating avatars to represent themselves. Now, these, this first generation of avatar is going to look like, uh, for those that have iPhones, it's going to look like those uh, Apple emoji. You can, uh, you can emojify yourself kind of cartoonish look look a version of yourself. But if you are a gamer and you've seen NBA 2K and those graphics, 
you know that we already have the technology to make our images look very, very, very lifelike. Look into the phrase deep fake. We have that technology, deep fake technology. We already have that. Yep. We already have that. It's dangerous. Let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole. So in the metaverse, you're going to have a series of areas on the blockchain, worlds on the blockchain. The blockchain, for layman's terms, is going to be, my understanding, are secured places that exist on the internet that we know today. And those secured places have special rules and protocols to be there. And more importantly, and the thing that they have, the, the, that they hold, you know, of the utmost importance is privacy and security and authenticity. Meaning, you know, for most people, if you're in somewhere on the blockchain, everything should be as it seems. That's how cryptocurrency is supposed to work. That's not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the metaverse. So Facebook realizing or seeing that this change is happening right damn now has named itself Meta, uh, has renamed itself Meta. That's like, that would be like uh, Apple renaming itself the World Wide Web. Right. It's fucking ridiculous. The metaverse is a general term for the thing. You can't be the thing. You're Facebook. Right. On the thing, amongst many other things on the thing. And... The thing that Facebook does is extract your information. That's going to be hard to do on the blockchain because you have to have someone's very specific credentials to do so. Again, that's how cryptocurrency works. I have control over a very specific set of code that, that uh, demonstrates that I own a very specific set of something else. And you cannot alter or change that unless I give you my very specific code or I give you the hardware device where I've kept this stuff. Short of that, you can't get in unless right. I let you in. A click-through is not an option. So the metaverse is, that's what, where it's going to be shortly, next two years. Some Apple-looking emoji avatars where we, you know, have, you know, you know look like, you know, cartoons and said, no, I'm having a meeting. And then you take your visor off. All right, I'm out of the meeting. That's silly. That's the first step. Ten years from now, I predict it will be more immersive. 25 years from now, we're very close to the matrix, is, my, is what I think. As far as society goes, this could have a lot of positive effects and a lot of terrible effects. Positive effect. I want to watch... I want to watch a Falcons game because I hate my life, but I can't get to the wow. stadium. And specifically, I don't watch the Super Bowl, but I can't get to the stadium. Okay, that entire game could be broadcast in a very specific area on some servers on the blockchain in the metaverse, and I could virtually have a seat or the best seat in the house sitting watching the Super Bowl. No, you wouldn't get the best seat in the house. That costs more. Obviously, you're going to have to pay for this shit. You get a 200-section seat. Obviously, the people that do this are going to charge crypto to allow this to happen, right. a cryptocurrency to allow this to happen. But what I'm saying is the technology is going to get to the point, 
Because my son said this other day, well, I would much prefer to watch something in real life. Okay, maybe. But when the technology gets to a certain point- It catches up, right. That your senses won't know where you are. I mean, intellectually, you will know you put that rig on and went there, but your senses won't. Well, then, then, you know, then it's different. Then it's different. No, I don't think 25 years, it'll still be something you put on. I don't think I don't think it'll be that limited at that point. I think well, that well, Musk is trying to put microchips into people right as we speak. That's going to happen. And he said he was working on that three years ago, and that he had something exciting to announce uh, three years ago, and he never announced anything. Yeah. So uh, that's going to happen. So, you know, yeah. So I think without a shadow of a doubt, this is going to happen. And I wonder where what companies. Let's get in the trust tree. I wonder what companies are working on changing those NFTs into three-dimensional avatars. Because that game I say I play, and I, we had this analogy last time. I go to work every day, so I have a little bit of, you know, I have some, some excess money. So the characters that I choose to play as are characters I've paid for. I don't want to look like anybody else. I want something exclusive. Right. That's what people do. Right. Now, if you were to tell me that I could have an avatar that no one else can have, one of one, I would like that very much and I would pay for that. Right. And so there's going to be a, a market for the company that's going to take these static profile pics of, of weird looking ass monkeys and turning these shits, whatever it is, into something 3D that can exist and move and interact in the metaverse. So... If you're so interested in figuring out how you can be a part of the metaverse, that may be something to look into. Um, do you know uh, Fortnite had a Travis Scott concert inside of the game and an Ariana Grande? I think I heard that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read about it though. But I think I heard that in passing. That is what we're talking about. Okay. So here's my question, then, Kunta. Um, I got. I have two issues. One of them is, at some point, when it becomes so immersive and so impossible to tell the difference between, it gets to the point where if this is something that's inserted in your body, when, how do you determine whether or not you're in real, real or meta real? You can't. My friend showed Jamie Mack. Didn't he talk about he had an issue with a virtual reality head, virtual reality headset on? And he took it off, and things were weird. Yeah, that's a headset though. I'm talking about when when you don't when you're when the switch to turn it off or on becomes something that breaks or is controlled by an external force or something. Who knows? My 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 concern is that if it gets that immersive, there may become a time when you're not sure whether you're still dreaming or you're awake. Because you know sometimes when you're when you're dreaming, you wake up and you're not sure if that was a dream or if it was real. Imagine if there was some switch that you couldn't cut off and you're now you know, your avatar in, in Call of Duty or whatever game it is you play, and that's who you're stuck as because you can't, you can't turn it off. I caught the shade. I didn't, I didn't shade anything. Yeah, you did. Second, can't help it. here's my second problem. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Before you move forward, you used a word that doesn't apply here. Okay. You said if. No, B. It's not if. Technology never stops. Right. You can't, technology only advances. Right. That's why I specifically use the term matrix. Right. At some point, people are going to be in there and they're not going to want to come out. Well, they're not going to be able that's to come out. That's going to be out. a problem for society. But that's what I'm saying. They're not going to be able to come. There's a difference in not wanting to come out and not be able to come out. That's where that's where. Well, it could be concern. both. Right. Yeah, so people could get sick because they've been in too long and then people could just not want to come out because 
if you're in, it's like it should be at some point like a dream. Obviously, there'll be currency and things, but you should have almost it's a fantasy world to some extent. You could right. have a business you, but you can also have a fun you. Right. And the world is a very interesting, challenging place for a lot of people. I right. can easily imagine someone would rather enjoy their life inside yeah, but than it won't outside. Be, but it won't be like that because that's going to cost money. And after you run out of money, you won't be able to enjoy that either. There's gonna be they're gonna they're gonna make this a, there's gonna be a way to monetize it and once that becomes yeah. the, once that becomes the thing, then you'll have to pay to have those great experiences. You won't have good experiences in that life or the real life. It'll cost you money to continue having. Good- it will cost money, but you could probably also earn that money being inside. Maybe and but still, even if it, if you did if you did earn that money inside, you'd still have to work for it. So the fantasy idea is a dumb one. That's not going to last. That's not sustainable. At some point, it's going to cost you to have fun there too. It's going to cost you to have those great experiences there too. So the environment's going to shit out here. <laughs> the environment's going to shit here. Things are not getting better from a planetary perspective. Right. So you know we're running out of space. We got too many people. We got viruses and shit. Right. I still think that there will be more reasons as this technology goes forward to stay in yes, than to stay out. But any any unscrupulous person who's out here is going to be the same unscrupulous asshole in there. And they're gonna they're gonna charge you for those good experiences. You'll be living in poverty there because you won't be able to afford to live the fantasy life there either. Once it becomes once it becomes untenable out here, where there's just nothing you can do in the real world, and you must be in the fantasy world, or the the meta world. I think that's what's going to happen. Well, then once you get to the meta world, the same unscrupulous assholes who made life miserable out here are going to figure out a, a way to put the the divide between rich and poor in the metaverse, and you'll still live in fucking poverty. You'll just be in meta poverty. Uh, yeah, so as long as there's people, there's always going to be a hierarchy. That's just what people do. Right. So that, but the uh, but you had a second point. Okay, but yeah, but the I mean, the to, to cap that one off, the, the idea that this will be a fantasy world where everything will be you can be who you want to be. That's bullshit. That's just the, the initial thing. That's to get you hooked. Yes, yeah, the crack dealer. Eventually, it's gonna be fucked up. Anyway, but, yeah, that's the first hit to get you coming back. So, right. Oh yeah, I gotta have this. Right. The second point was, you mentioned the Super Bowl, and I had never thought about this. But I'm I'm thinking about you know video games that I've played where you get to like NBA 2K whatever year. There's a mode where you can create your own player and play among the superstars and you get better as you do certain things. You know, you progress as a player. You get points to, to raise your shooting abilities, things like that. Um, yep. I, have, I know for a fact that they've had tournaments where people actually go and watch someone play those games. Yep. So those players become celebrities in their own right of people who are really yep. good at playing the game. We so, do this all. They do this all the time with Call of Duty Mobile. They just had a tournament yeah. wrap up last weekend. Same thing. So here's the problem though with the Super Bowl. I, we're we're saying here now. Yeah, you go. You'll get to go to the Super Bowl, but it's at at some point the 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 mesh between physical sports and the people who can play the game really well is going to become a little tainted because. Imagine if you went to the Super Bowl, but now, but since nobody's real anyway, all the players on the field are not necessarily real players. They went through a, a, a combine, but they're electric players who have a joystick and they're really good at it. And they're so good at it that they're better than everybody else at playing the game. And you're not really going to see, uh, let's say, LeBron James in a basketball game. You're going to see a, a Dante Smith who's really good at playing NBA 2K. And now his character is at the game that you're playing. And it's all virtual anyway. So it doesn't matter if the, if the person is a real person or not. It's just someone who can play the game really well. There are no more athletes and it's, it's, it all becomes pointless. Yes. 
mean, what do you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah. that could happen. That's ridiculous. I mean, we're trying to we're trying to guess where this could go, and it really could go, you know, a trillion different ways. Right. Yes, that could happen. So a little what? short fat kid, a little short five foot five fat kid could be the best player in the NBA. Okay, so in my game, Call of Duty Mobile, where are you? So the United States players and the Japanese players and the European players, we don't all play the same. We don't all use the same guns. We don't all use the same styles. So, yeah, there will be people who are from different regions who are very good at playing the game or doing whatever it happens or doing whatever there is in the, multi, in the metaverse. Yes, that will, that will happen. Now, at the same time that this is going, going on, Elon Musk seems hell-bent on going back home. He wants to get, he wants to get people, he wants to take people to Mars with him. And so to do that, you would think you would want able physical bodies to do it. But even that, you could just be an avatar. Yeah. And, and you can be an avatar using those death machines that Elon Musk is making. Oh, don't worry about it. These are fine. You only pick up 45 pounds. Okay, it's cool. Whatever. Um, so you can even have, have that dichotomy. But Elon Musk seems to think that we have to go to another planet because the, something's going to happen. So if it becomes to a point where you need an actual human being somewhere, then yeah, you're going to want them to be trained in a certain way. But we're underestimating where this thing could go. What if you can be fully immersed in it? What if you, your body can be trained in it? You know, what if you're like a, like a TENS machine, a TENS unit or something like that? What if you could put, put your body under stress, you know, using electronics or whatever is there uh, virtually? You know, you're picking up virtual weight or whatnot. You know, that could be a possibility. In other words, there's, it's limitless what could happen. It's limitless. Yeah. The only thing that I, that, that I think we know for sure is that this seems to be going that direction. Too much money is going that direction. And if you really think about it, it's time for something new. How long have our phones been little slabs of plastic? A while. Yeah. A long while. It's time for the new thing. So in the metaverse thing that, in the meta, Facebook meta thing I watched, Zuckerberg imagines that people initially will be wearing some sort of a glasses setup. Look like, and you wake up in the morning with your glasses on. You wake up in the morning, you put your glasses on, you see all your emails, all your notifications, all your appointments, and somehow or another using your hands, you can swipe through and swipe out. And then uh, you decide where you need to go. And if you need to go to a meeting or something, you select that avatar and you show up in the meeting room. But Zuckerberg also imagines that people in the real world will be interacting with people on the inside uh, seamlessly. So you're in your virtual meeting and you're missing someone. Say, hey, so-and-so, why aren't you here? Oh, I'm on the street doing blah, 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 looking at art. Would you all like to see the art I'm looking at in the real world? Sure. I will take a picture of it and send it where you are. I think that's a, that's a best-case scenario. Right. I think the likely scenario is that people just want to be all the way out of the, out of the real world and want to live in a fantasy world. And because people want to do that, of course, people are going to figure out how to make money off of that and figure out how to keep people socially separated. Right. But this shit is happening. Are you ready, B? Ready. 
you know, you know my motto, stay ready. So I ain't got to get ready. Yeah. But this is happening, man. Um, I think you and I, it will, we will still have a detachment from it because I don't believe the, the, I don't think we'll be able to fully go in before you and I have to get up out of here. Oh, yeah. And I'm probably not going to retire in grandkids? Anyway. Your grandkids? Yeah. They might just be in. You know, you might have a, you know, you might have a, a grandson who's, you know, 5'10 and weighs 97 pounds because he doesn't get up, he doesn't move, and takes all of his food intravenously. So, honestly, though, now that I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, I don't even know that we'll be out of here, honestly. If you have enough money when you retire, you probably can just put your body in some type of stasis and allow your mind to stay alive, and they can put you in the metaverse and you live as long as you can afford. That could well, happen in I our think lifetime. that people are, uh, that's, that's, I think that that's inevitable for somebody to want to figure out how to implant their consciousness. Well, I'm saying that could happen in our time. Code. That could happen in our, in, our, in, our, in our next few years before we get up out of here is what I'm saying. That's still viable, I think. Maybe. Well, if that does happen, B, we'll have to keep chatting up on this stuff. I said, we, this is season, season 437 of Black on Both Sides. <laughs> in the metaverse. <laughs> and no matter what happens, what year it is, we can do this shit for a thousand years. And no matter what's going on at the time, it's going to be black on both sides, meta style. Where nothing is... What he said. (laughs) 